we can do it. It's the Friends series. Yes. I have been saying from the beginning of the podcast that I was going to do this series. And here we are, y'all. Also, in further news, it's the winter season. It's really not. It's like fallish, but... It was 40 degrees for the first time yesterday here in Texas. And let me tell y'all, I done froze. And I got out my sweaters and I got out my hoodies and I got out my beanies and I got out my socks because I haven't had to wear socks and I'm just all set. And, and it was magical and it was lovely. And I know that within two days, it's going to be 80 degrees again, maybe 90. And I know that it's just an illusion that brings the allergies. But let me tell you what it was wonderful it still is wonderful and everything has like right now I'm just gonna get really aesthetic right now the sun is setting just a bit and everything is that warm like golden glow that it only gets in autumn and it just makes you want to take naps and have fires and feel alive it's my favorite time of year. Oh, it's fall. And I know any of you that are from outside of Texas or don't live currently in Texas, you're like, we have four actual seasons. Thank you. And I, I realize, I fully realized that. I fully realized that this isn't real fall. I fully realized that this is just the Texas version, which is like summer, 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 cold, summer, 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 cold. You know, like I get it. But let me tell you, it's really nice and I'm enjoying the heck out of it. <laughs> so let's get into this. So it is the friend series. Let me know if y'all have any questions or topics that you'd like me to cover whilst we are on this series. Because the next three episodes are going to be about, in no specific order, codependency, avoiding dating and relationships, teaching people how to treat you. Uh, when someone shows you who they are, it's up to you to believe them, not up to them to convince you. Uh, not taking the easy way and hot iron connections, rejection, choosing safe friends, and uh, community versus lone rangers. And that's just kind of to get us started, really. Um, so I'm super excited about it. And I think that, I really do think that we're going to go over some stuff that Maybe you haven't heard before, maybe you have heard before, but on a basic level, it's just really healthy to be reminded of this stuff. Because building healthy connections are part of this whole thing that we've talked about, which is building a better world for ourselves. And having safe relationships versus codependent relationships, having healthy people in our lives versus toxicity in our lives goes a long way to making that a lot easier. So, you know, let's talk about this stuff because, I mean, who knows? Maybe no one told you that life was going to be this way. <laughs> it's the Friends episode. I got to do you. <laughs> so the first thing I want to address is this lie that I was raised with that is absolutely. Okay. Lie is a strong word. It is actually true, but it is not actually, in my opinion, the healthy path to friendship. So, and I'm sure you heard it too. Um, it's the, to have a friend, you have to be a friend. I mean, on on paper, it's right. Like, to have 
people want to be your friend, you kind of need to be not a monster. Although, I mean, monsters have friends too. Like, terrible people have friends. So I don't really know where that, like, it's not really true. Like, to have a friend, you just have to find someone like you. And that's kind of the problem, isn't it? (laughs) Like, if you're, and we've talked about this before, but if you're super unhealthy and super toxic and super problematic and super codependent and all those things, guess who you're going to attract? guess who you're gonna draw to you so on a basic level like I want to agree that yes you're gonna kind of if you want a friend you gotta be a fan you know like like to be to gather nice people to you you need to be nice but I think it's a lot better idea that to to have healthy people you need to be a healthy person right like to have a friend you need to be able to have boundaries <laughs> and vulnerability and and all these things. Like I don't I don't think it's that simple because like I said, I have certainly not been a good friend to people and I have still had friends in my life. And I vice versa. I've had people who were absolutely not good friends to me, by the way. And I was their friend. So I disagree with that concept. I like the sentiment, but I disagree with it. And in this episode, I kinda wanna just focus in We're going to talk about a couple things because I'm going to jump around in true Rosie fashion. But I want to talk about, start talking about teaching people how to treat you. And over the next couple of weeks, we're probably going to jump back into things, jump out of things, jump around on things. But I'm going to try to stay as focused as possible. And so this time we're going to talk about teaching people how to treat you. So something really valuable that took a massive time for me to learn was that we are responsible for teaching people how to treat us. What we don't confront, we accept. And what we accept, we normalize. So that is not an original concept to me. I first heard it from Danny Silk and Chris Valton, but I'm sure they got it from someone else as well. Maybe it's original to them. I'm not certain, but... It's a huge statement, and it's. I'm going to go over that one more time. What we don't confront, we accept. And what we accept, we normalize. So basically, a good example of this is to be found in most of my teenage friendships, because I was always the kind of person that would put friendships on this secret altar, right? That nothing could rise above. I had this really naive concept of loyalty that did nothing but damage to me. And uh, it's it's like there's this song back in the day, Train did a song called Drops of Jupiter. And there's a line in it that says, like, your best friend's sticking up for you even when they know you're wrong. And when I heard that song years and years ago, I, I always felt that it to be like this noble and important concept. Like, like I'd go to the end of the world. Like, I, I'd stick up for you. I'd lie for you, whatever. And growing up in my teenage years... I sure done did. <laughs> I had um, a couple of relationships that were incredibly close, I thought, incredibly deep relationships, I thought, that were all based on things like that, this deep misplaced loyalty and people that were, sure, they would lie to me. I mean, <laughs> for you, <laughs> sure, they would lie for me, but they also lied to me. Sure, they would have my back when I was wrong but they also wouldn't help me learn better or walk me through it and they didn't know better themselves and I guess that's a problem isn't it like someone who's willing to lie for you 
probably means that they'll lie to you, doesn't it? And somebody who won't confront your damage might not actually know what damage is, right? So, I don't know. I think in reality, your best friend shouldn't necessarily stick up for you when they know you're wrong. Your best friend should have the love for you to pull you aside and call you out if you're wrong. And walk you through it. And want better for you, right? Want healthy for you. In reality, I think some of the most important things in friendship are accountability, reliability, vulnerability, and integrity. And we'll go through those real quick. Once again, I'm going to shout out our queen of the podcast, Brene Brown, because she has a, in her book, I want to say it's Rising Strong, she talks about relationships and she talks about this concept of braving. And it's just you can hear a you a podcast of her talking about it too and it's unbelievable if you have any questions on relationships on and where you stand in healthy relationships and how to acquire healthy relationships you got to listen to her and you got to read the book it's so good but this is kind of my version of that and also from my experience of that i think some of the most important things in friendship like i said accountability you know we're going to take a moment I have been lisping so much worse lately, and I don't even know why. Normally, like, I accept I have a lisp. Normally, I only lisp when I'm tired or angry or stressed or something like that. Lately, I'm telling you what. Oh, it's terrible. I'm so sorry. And if it bothers you, feel free to just, I don't know, maybe listen to me on the little double speed. Maybe that helps. I don't know. But I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm going to really try. Okay, anyway, so let's get back to accountability. So accountability is basically the act of saying, hey, this isn't okay with me. Accountability is saying, hey, what I did is not okay. Being accountable for your actions and holding other people accountable for their actions and having relationships that are healthy and strong enough to make that safe. And that is not safe in every relationship. I am by no means saying that calling out somebody on the streets for their junk or or letting random people who are not close to you have that voice in your life, that can be really scary and painful. And also that level of criticism from a place that isn't love can be really harsh. And so please understand that what I'm talking here in this is like those actual really good, like actual safe relationships where you have worked through your stuff and... Like, these are some key pieces of a close friendship, not a casual acquaintanceship. All right, carry on. Um, Reliability is showing up when you say you will. Like, super simple, but super important. And I think that you really know a good friend when you know someone who shows up for you. Someone who shows up for you when you don't expect them to. Somebody who you can begin to expect them to show up for you. You know? I think we always make it... It's like, oh, they just caught me off guard by showing up and it just made me feel so loved. And that's good. But a really good friend, you can rely on them to show up and not be disappointed. You can expect that they will show up. I think we need to hold our friendships and our 
just in general relationships to a little bit of a higher standard than just they surprised me like we need to be able to have that reliability um vulnerability letting someone see into you who you are being brave enough to show weakness and need um some if not all of the most amazing moments in relationship are born out of vulnerability um another phrase uh was uh, another way of saying intimacy is into me you see and vulnerability is scary letting someone see into you like that terrifying the healthiest thing that you'll ever do again with someone who has proven themselves to be safe and relax you know um and then integrity to me is basically being who you are all the time not shifting and changing if you're being watched or with other people who you are is clear and constant and you are who you say you are you do what you say you will do you just are genuine (laughs) you're real like like pinocchio you're a real one (laughs) and uh another thing that's really key in this whole thing is that if you can't tell someone that their choices are damaging you then you are participating in your own abuse and that's kind of an intense thought we're gonna take a moment for everyone's favorite segment i promise one day there will be more segments y'all i just haven't gotten there what is rosie drinking today i'm drinking a really tasty one it is rohan meadery's celebrated fall offering the autumnal offering orange spice it's really tasty y'all it's spicy and rich and deep this batch has a little sweetness to it it's got a really nice full body to it but it ends really clean with just like a lingering flavor of spices on your tongue um the orange is really bright but not overpowering and it is just 100% delicious it's this gorgeous dark tawny kind of color and like like drinking amber but like prettier I don't know just gorgeous and it it's so tasty you can put it in wassail you can put it in just about anything you can heat it up and make it mold it's so good or it's just I mean truly perfect just on its own too Mm, so good Okay, so back to what we're talking about. So we're on the idea that if you can't tell someone that their choices are damaging you, then you are participating in your own abuse. And this can be anything from someone habitually canceling on you when you have plans to someone talking behind your back. And something important to remember, just a side note about that, is that if your friend is willing to talk about someone else's mess to you, they are probably willing to talk about yours to someone else. How convicting is that? I am yeah we've all done it we all do it we're all part of it it's a mess and it does not in any sense the word foster good relationship um this because it can be deceptively connecting and it can give you a false sense of closeness with a friend Brene brown our queen calls this hot wiring connections by using negativity and it only ever creates weak and insecure relationships based on gossip and judgment when you have nothing else to criticize other people for, it usually becomes toxic and can even become codependent because you're using other people's flaws to prop each other up. And that's just a mess. Like, it doesn't do any good for anyone on a basic level. 
we can talk about we'll probably go into hot wiring connections a little bit deeper later in the series but this goes right back in that vein of what you don't confront you accept and what you don't what you accept you normalize and so this can be anything from those things to really damaging hurtful painful things like this person is lying to you habitually this person is uh, emotionally or verbally abusing you consistently this person is um you know mooching off of you living off of you leeching off of you taking your money uh, asking for favors, asking for your time. Do they always need your ride? Do they always need from you? And I'm not talking about not needing something from your friends. I'm talking about habitually taking from you and not having healthy, you know what I mean? Like there comes a point in a friendship where you have given all that you can and making that decision to not participate in your own abuse anymore can feel really scary if you're already in a place of codependency. And we're going to talk about codependency later because it's just such a huge topic. But on a basic level, just remember, you teach people how to treat you. And you can't be mad at them when they teach you treat you the way you taught them. Because if you accepted it once and didn't confront it, you taught that person that that was okay. It's just like a little kid, right? Like if a little kid swears or uh, does something bad and you laugh, you make it normal and you made them rewarded for that. And you're going to hear that little kid do that thing over and over and over and over again because they think it's funny and they think it, it got a good response out of you and you normalized it. And now you have to teach them it's not okay to say that in the grocery store, you know? And and there's a lot of things like that. And when you teach somebody that damaging you or treating you poorly is okay, or even something you quote unquote deserve, because a lot of us in relationships need to be needed or we need to, we have a desperation to be accepted or we have um, low self-esteem or different things like that. And so we just say, well, the way you want to treat me is fine because I'd rather be treated this way than be alone. Um, your abuse is better than my loneliness. Your abuse is better than my fear. Your consistent damage of me feels better than not having something or someone. And those are scary things to talk about. Those are scary things to verbalize. But it's really important to start looking at that. It's really important to start seeing if you are choosing toxicity because you're lonely. Or because you have a need to please other people. Or because you have a need to be needed. Or because you're starved for healthy affection or healthy attention. Um, and going over those things and going into those things and actually asking yourself those questions like, who am I spending my time with? Who am I giving my energy to? Is, is it a cast of characters from like a villain birds of prey kind of movie? Or is it like some healthy, good people? Um, so another thing in this vein is jading. And uh, this is not at all an original to me thing. But my sister Angela and I had a conversation about this about a year ago. And it has changed my life. And it really helped me clean up 
some messes that I was definitely making in relationships. Um, And it's this thing called jading. So jade stands for justify and defend everything. Basically, when you're in a toxic or negative, negative relationship, or even any relationship, but you're just not used to being healthy, um, you feel the need to explain every action or decision that you make, when in reality, it's nobody's business. And you should always feel free to simply say, that doesn't work for me, or I'm not available. If these are hard things to say to your friends or family, it may be time to get rid of the jade. So for instance, um, let's say that a friend calls me up and they're like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Well, let's say that I'm not doing anything, but I, I'm tired. And from my own health, I know that I really should spend the night at home. And I should really sit on the couch and recharge and not have that contact. But if I feel weird about that and I justify and defend and I make something up like, oh, well, you know, I'm just have a really busy night. Oh, you know, I have a thing. If I feel the need to say anything but, oh, I just, tonight doesn't work for me. I might have a problem jading. And if I'm in a relationship and someone can't accept that, you might have some codependency or you might have somebody who's got some unhealth. And because an adult relationship, a healthy adult relationship does not look like a teenage relationship. It doesn't look like a, why are you hanging out with me? Why are you hanging out with Sarah Beth? Why, why don't you choose me? Like that's not a healthy adult relationship. So if you have an adult friend who when you tell them, I'm busy tonight. Oh, well, who are you going to be with? Oh, what are you going to be doing? Well, (laughs) I guess I'm not invited, huh? Those are little signs of unhealth, aka red flags. Remember what we talked about last time? Red flags. Um, Cue the little, do you remember the little theme song? Here's what I want, how I want you guys to think about red flags, because this is how I do it. It's both hilarious and helpful. I think about the theme song from Six Flags, you know, with the little old band that dances where it's like, do, 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 don't come for me, Six Flags. Think about that with the red flag. Okay, so like, you're on the phone with your friend and you're like, yeah, I'm just not going to be able to make it tonight. And they're like, well, why not? Oh, are you going to be with them? Never invite me out when you're with them. In your head start playing (laughs) because that's a red flag (laughs) and your temptation is going to be to jade in those moments when you're dealing with someone unhealthy your temptation is to jade it's to be like oh no 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 of course I'm not hanging out with them I just told you like I'm just I just have a lot of things I've got to take care of if you are in a relationship where you can't tell someone honestly that doesn't work for me (laughs) or if you have to justify spending time with somebody else to one of your friends start looking at that stuff because those are some signs let me tell you somebody from experience those are some signs those are some red flags waving in the sky and you need to think about with you why you're not comfortable just leaving it at that doesn't work for me so This has been episode one of the Friends series. 
hope you enjoyed it and always think about going on facebook and letting us know what you thought and giving this a like and a subscribe and a review would be amazing because you know those are really awesome on the podcast app and we are on spotify we're on apple podcast and we're also on soundcloud so we got all sorts of ways for you to find it and i will be back next week to talk to you about more of this stuff and until then we can do this we can do it Produced by Cherie Haynes. Social media is managed by Vivian Ellison. If you enjoyed We Can Do It, please take a minute to subscribe and review. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and keep on riveting. <laughs>